All right. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the monthly cool down for the month of January 2024. Woo! Today, we have some really exciting things to talk about with you guys today. So without further ado, let me introduce my first guest, <gasps> Donald Trump. Come on out, Whoa. Donald. Come on hey, down. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, I just wanted to say... <laughs> 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 Dang, that shit was. That was the worst. <laughs> that was ass, bro. Hey guys, it's me, Donald. Okay, <laughs> this man, fucking, you sound like Eric Cartman. <laughs> hey guys, it's me, Donald Trump. <laughs> I just wanted to say, uh, vote for me for president. <laughs> Respect my authority. Respect my authority. Yeah. Dang. Well, you guys know the deal. I'm sure Jardo's out there listening somewhere talking about they do a monthly cooldown every episode. Mm-hmm. Don't forget don't Matt and Brendan, they'll say the same thing. They'll, they'll, yeah, they'll chime right. in and be like, retweet, retweet. That's crazy. You know what's crazy about that? The people who don't play video games are the Whoa. main ones. Are the main ones talking about we do too many monthly cooldowns. That's crazy. I thought Jardo played video games. Nah, because every time we say, oh, wow, that looks cool, he'd be like, <laughs> With that Caucasian? <laughs> uh, oh, man. Speaking, speaking of Jardo, speaking of Jardo, I was Dang. on. Wait, what? what? I was going to say, bro, we out here. This is the Jardo Jardo pie. We can't let this, this man live Jardo, in our Jardo head rent-free. We need Jardo, him on Jardo the podcast. podcast. Speaking of on the podcast, I was on his podcast. Whoa. I was on his podcast. We talked about. First of all, it was a setup. I got set up, all right? No. You know, Black Geek Black Geek Energy Podcast, everybody knows it. Um, I went on that dang podcast, and there was a trivia segment. Oh, I, I didn't, no. I'm like, trivia? I'm like, okay, I guess so. And they're out here asking me comic book questions. I'm saying, I don't read comics. I don't comic read comics. Book. You barely read it all, man. They're, exactly. I'm t- they're talking about... <laughs> Spoilers for the the Black Geek Energy podcast that I was on. They're out here talking about name all the green aner- lanterns that protected Earth. All the like, green lanterns? I'm like, I don't know them. I barely know John Stewart of the Daily Show. I forgot about and John. Jordan. Yeah, I forgot about John Stewart. Man, racist. I mean, me too. Me too. I was like, dang, bro, I can't answer this. Uh, but it was a good episode. It's going to be out. The following week of this podcast dropping, so I will okay. remind everybody next week once it's actually out to go and listen to it. Uh, we talked about what animes are good for beginners. Mm, you say One Piece? Hell no, I didn't say no <laughs> One Piece. Hell no. Wait, okay, let's let's go ahead and steal their podcast idea. Yeah, let's go and steal it. What what would you say? I would say uh, Mob. Mob Psycho. That's exactly the one I said. I said, Mob, we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, we go. At least season one. I mean, you don't have to. I mean, you should watch the whole show. I know you haven't caught up. I know you didn't watch the last nah. season because you're slacking. But wait, no, uh, wait. I am. I'm Mob. I'm done. I finished. You it. finished Mob? Oh. I've been finished Mob. What Bro, the hell? I thought that you had, like, I thought you were asleep. No. Maybe we did I, discuss I this. That, bro. Maybe we did discuss it. I don't remember. They took the, we did because they took that motherfucker. To like a different alien, an alien civilization. <laughs> they kidnapped that like, man, bro. I was like, what is this? That was a clean. The it whole was show like, is clean. Honestly, Mob, it's kind of a it's toes the line. I think because it kind of gets into the weird a little bit. But I think just because of it has like you know enough like sim- simplicity to it to mm. allow a beginner to you know get immersed in it, especially mm. with that first season. You know, we build up to like you know a nice little. Like climax, and I think it gets resolved pretty well for a first season. So yeah, okay, definitely mob okay. as a first pick. Let me let me ask you a second question. Follow up to this anime anime podcast. Mm-hmm. JJK season two, seven out of ten for my gen. But no, I thought it was a six, wasn't it? A six out of ten. Six, six out of ten. They said too much boxing, crazy. not enough yapping. Two six out of ten is crazy, man. Like I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't get back. And I was looking at the, I was on the subreddit, 
there was not enough defending going on, all right? There was People not were agreeing. They were like, yeah, I guess I they're get like, what they're saying. They're like, I guess, you know. There's just, you know, there's too much boxing. I'm like, too too much boxing? What the, what are, where, what are we nah. doing as a society? Nah. They give us this content and we say, no, we don't want it. We they, say, don't they ever do this again. To the bone. They got work to the bone. They got work like slaves. That's crazy. And y'all gonna sit there and spit in their faces? That's nah. crazy. I mean, you know, what all I gotta say is for a season that did, I, I'll give them this. There was a lot of random shit that was happening. There was random motherfuckers appearing left and right. And I will say that shit was confusing. I didn't, I'm like, who who are they're you? They're not random, bro. You just gotta, they, they, I mean, they're, but they're integral. If you gotta wait two years, three years to learn who they are, they're random. But what about, okay, I'm sorry to cut you off. What yeah, yeah. about in the first season, they mention people that don't even show up? They mentioned Utah in the first step, like in the first episode, first two episodes. Well, and then they didn't bring him until the movie. Mentioning is different. Mentioning is different than a whole motherfucker coming popping up. Somebody, somebody looking at them and being like, "I'm glad you're here." Now let's continue to do this. And you're like, oh, well, who, you're... Why, "Why are they? Why are they got oh. all these lines, bro?" It's like it's like you know how uh, they do in sitcoms sometimes, where it's like one of the like Mr. Poopy Butthole, where they're just talking to this motherfucker like he's been there the whole time. You're like. Who is that? Yeah, but guess what? Everybody loves Mr. Poopy Butthole. That's true. That is true. So your point doesn't stand, man. You don't have any any weight behind. Anyways, it. Anyways. I, I'm, I'm playing. I'm I'm doing. You know, I'm still manning the argument. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of stuff, but as the culmination of this, this was really it's called Shibuya Incident Art. It's really the Gojo Incident Art because I feel like, <laughs> I mean, spoilers. <laughs> there is an event that happens around Gojo. I feel like the storytelling in just like a non words way is so good for that season where it's like, okay, it starts out. Gojo is the main character. Like we're following in his footsteps to see how he resolves this situation that we know behind the scenes has been, you know, planned forever. Like the, the curses have been planned in this. Mm-hmm. And it's like very specific on like how gojo moves how gojo thinks and you know tries to process situations it shows how strong he is uh absolutely demolishing people it shows the curses uh thought process and fighting this man like how deep they gotta go um and then it even goes to the point where it's like even in a in their best you know scenario it's like what would gojo do if gojo cares enough or doesn't care enough about this certain situation, the whole plan falls apart. It's not because they beat him. It's just like, mm, we hope he does this, but if he yeah. doesn't, we're kind of screwed, and there's like nothing we can do about it. Okay, cool. The second half is all about the absence of Gojo. So the first half of the season, they show you, you know, how influential Gojo is. Second half is like, all right, now he's gone. There's this void. How do all the characters, good and bad, react? I think I thought it was a good dichotomy. Like now seeing the same curses who just boxed them, you know, think about how they approach other sorcerers, like seeing how the good sorcerers who have him as like a, a fallback plan have to fight knowing that there's no safety. They got to pick up their weight. I mean, I thought the storytelling was pretty peak. I thought the storytelling was peak for like not having any dialogue or not having that much dialogue. They told the story through the action. Exactly. They had a and whole they, fucking character, a main character, core character who did not speak. And I felt like his arc for the few episodes that he was in, you know who I'm talking about with the uh with the nunchucks who fought the fish man. Uh, uh I thought yes. his whole little arc no words clean. conveyed a lot. He didn't say nothing the whole time. <laughs> he had a narrator. That's all he even, had. Even the way he appeared was a testament to that character and how strong that character was and you know what was up with him i agree easily one of the best um you know shonen battle arcs like of all time and i know people might you might say oh it's recency bias you might say xyz you might say i'm dick riding for jjk i am dick riding for jjk and that's just the way when when it is that quality there's nothing else you can do at that point, I mean, I literally will put this in the top five arcs. Yeah, easy. easy. Um, we gonna say of Shonen. You know, obviously, you know there are other types of anime out there in the world, but mm-hmm. you know, of 
our battle shown in this top five. Cool. Let's let's go off of anime anime podcast for a minute. How's your life? How are you doing? Life's pretty good. I'm trying to I tried to think what has happened in this past week, but I couldn't really come up with too much. My legs were sore. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, from the hitting the gym. Um, I forgot how, you know, how sore they could get, you know. I got to the point where I'm I'm stumbling. Uh, I'm like, ooh, hey, hey, ooh, hey, hey. Actually, Oh, you know, did I mention this last? You fell with the baby? I did fall with the baby, so we already mentioned that. Um, but then it, the pain just didn't go away until probably like Monday. Or yeah, so it was from between first, Wednesday to first time Monday. back. The crazy thing, was, that was my second time doing legs. So I guess the first time I just didn't go hard enough. Yeah. I wasn't going hard. And unfortunately, I had to miss legs today. So now I'm about to be struggling. Again, next week, I'm going to go right through the exact same pain again next yeah. week. So it's just a, a never-ending cycle of, of pain over here uh, with my legs, that is. So okay. other than my legs, I think life is pretty good. Uh, my, leg. my leg. Got some Girl Scout cookies by Hella Girl Scout cookies. Uh, shout out Ars cousin, Grayson, you the goat. Uh, if anybody needs a you know the Girl Scout plug, I will happily send the link to get little Grayson as many boxes as she needs to be a successful Girl Scout. Question, yes. Yeah, not not more, not so much a question, but more of a statement. What happened, man? What do you mean? What happened? What is this, all this going online nonsense, bro? Back in the day, you had to get it out the mud. You had to oh, track these girls down yeah. on the street. You had to know their location, and you had to get there before the rest of the local community to get your Samoas before they sold out. Now we That's just... true. We ordered. Now what the 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 hard work the 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 message behind selling these cookies has succumbed to capitalism now you just put online sell as many cookies as possible it's a different tool set it's a different tool set now they we're establishing for the young girls to learn how to network efficiently you know like obviously uh this young girl she has a cousin this cousin has a bunch of friends and then through there, you're establishing this web of people who are your, that's your, going to be your cash flow every year. That's networking. That's a skill that she's going to, you know, take and grow and like, you know, expand upon as she gets older. I mean, obviously, it, I understand what you're saying, because back in the day, you did have to get it out of the mud. You did have to, you know, have those, you know, face to face skills. And I think we are losing that. But, you know, you can't beat networking as, an, as a different type of skill. You know, it's just it's just a different time. All I say is. I feel like this is this opens up a whole can of worms, all right? Because now, okay. just like you got botters out there, you know, knowing how to game the oh, system, get every nah. sticker. Now you're gonna have these Girl Scouts, like you know, you got the CEO's daughter. He got the link. He's putting it on his mass, you know, company wide email list in seven different regions. He's getting sales. Now the girls that now the, you know, people that would have went to the local community to get it out the mud at the local Kroger or the Walmart, now they're just going to their corporate overlords daughters link to sell these cookies. I just feel like the privilege only get richer when it comes to selling mm-hmm. the Samoas, the tagalongs. Uh, did we ever think about that? Did we ever think about the DEI effects? Whoa, not the DEI effects. <laughs> Holy That's right. shit. That's right. You're saying that this new format only benefits white America. <laughs> I didn't say that. Whoa. I did not I, say that. I heard the words come out of your mouth. I did not say that. Go ahead and clip me if y'all heard it. Go ahead and clip me. Y'all got it. Somebody clip it because <laughs> I heard it. I heard it from his mouth, from the horse's mouth. Don't I'm worry. I'm just what? saying. Some, somebody needs to do a study. To see how the effect of uh, Girl Scout cookies or like the the effect of the online sales of Girl Scout cookies. Actually, let's take another step further. Let's take it. What the, where are the, where are the sales of these, where are the money going? Do the Girl Scouts get a cut? Uh, Something like towards their, like, you know, uh, like their little camp outs and stuff or Oh no! Nah. Hold on, hold on. Let me. I need some answers right now. You need some answers. Let me see what if, if I can find. Uh, I already know. A... I know the Boy Scouts of America. That shit's already cooked. I know that you know they touch oh, little boys all all types of shit. Shit. And Girl Scouts... popcorn is ass, bro. I hate their popcorn. Oh, you talking about the the flavors in the in the tin can or whatever? Well, they didn't have it. They just had it in a big old bag, like smart. Oh, food. they had a. Yeah, I ain't never buy that. And and. 
I wanted. Did I tell this story? I thought I told a story. No. This was like about a month ago. I'm out here at Lowe's trying to buy boxes before moving time. I see a Boy Scout. I already ignored him like two times before that I went to Lowe's. So I was like, damn, you know what? <laughs> Let me go ahead. Let me pay it for the young blood real quick. Let me go ahead and, you know, give him a little little something, buy a bag of popcorn for him so he can become an Eagle Scout. This man talking about some, yeah, uh, the bags of popcorn, that's $25. I'm like, oh, $25? But, and you know, I'm already standing there. I can't just walk away and be like, oh, sorry, young blood. No, nah, never mind. Because he already looks sad as hell because he's standing out there. It's already cold. So I'm like, all right, I guess. And I bought, I bought the s'mores flavored popcorn. I'm thinking, okay, it'll have a little nice little taste to it. That shit was so, it, it's not even mid. That shit was ass. I've never taken, I've never in my life tasted worse popcorn. Never in my life. If you, That's crazy. If you are a Boy Scout popcorn manager, if you're listening to this, I know you aren't. Please take that s'more shit off the list. That is that was the worst popcorn I ever had in my entire life. <laughs> apparently, apparently the the regular like you know butter popcorn is straight. You know, it's all right, but bruh, and 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 it was like a it was like a special flavor, so it was a premium. I think regular would have been twenty bucks. Mm. I paid extra to get scammed to have ass. So that's crazy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I had to uh, you know talk about that a little bit. I, I'm, I'm traumatized about the Boy Scout popcorn. It's all what, good. What were we saying about Girl Scout cookies? Where does the money go? I Where's do the money see go? something that says it stays with the council and its troops. All right. Okay. What I'm gonna I'm gonna say we need to take this a step further. If I buy the since we're doing everything online now, uh, Girl Scout company. If I buy the cookies online, I want an audit, a yearly audit of where my money was spent. All right. Are mm. they taking trips? Are they taking trips? Are they, you know, doing, you know, buying, getting, uh, what are girls, paying for badges, paying for uniforms? Mm-hmm. Send me an audit. I want to make sure my money goes to a good, I don't want this to be a Gerard the Completionist situation. Well, they holding on to money. We were going to use it for uh, the camp out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was t- your, your kid's in college, sir. Like, that's money, 10 years ago. It got tied up, you know. That's Thanks crazy. for pointing it out. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what's been there right now. Didn't he get mad too? It's like, hey, the numbers are right. <laughs> he did say hey. the numbers are right. He said no. say the numbers are right. Numbers are not right, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, this is a good, this is a fun little cool down. So you said, uh, ain't nothing going on. No progress on the, the attic. No progress on the progress on the attic or the Ethernet thing. I mean, other than me buying materials to fix the hole I made in the wall. That's crazy. Um, so that'll get fixed one day you know i just don't have time i don't, I don't really have time you know I, what do you be doing i mean i can walk you through so basically when it's time for the baby to go down it's already like what maybe 8 8 30 then i mm-hmm. hold a baby until angelique's ready for bed so she might be ready you know around 9 30 10 then afterwards you know i you know am free from the baby then it's like all right i got x amount of hours maybe two hours max to do mm-hmm. stuff then i'm like i gotta clean up downstairs you know i can't just leave the place like dirty we got dishes to do then i want to just like sit around a little bit then i need to take a shower and you know i gotta get i gotta get my stuff ready to go to work for the next day then by mm. that time it's already 11 30 i'm like i'm tired of shit bro i'm ready to go to bed mm. okay. so you know and i mean you you gotta understand me because you mr go to sleep by no later than midnight so you gotta understand yeah, no that's that's not what i what I want for my life. I want to stay up till 2 a.m. But when I got to get my ass up and go uh, to Atlanta, 45 minutes away in the morning, I got to be up at 530 or else I'm not, you know, I don't want to sit in traffic for, you know, an hour, hour and a half dealing with, you know, whatever's going mm-hmm. on on the road. So All right, that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, I think as the baby develops and is able to, you know, put herself to sleep, then I'm not going to have to be holding her longer. So that means I get my window will probably open up from like eight to 12. Mm. And once I have that four hour window, then we're going to be able to, you know, start cooking with, you know, cooking with gas as the, <laughs> the <laughs> somebody says that. I don't know. Old people somebody. Say that. Yeah, that's right. That's what that's the old right. heads say. But okay. you know, I guess I'm an old head now. I'm, you know, I'm older than you, basically. Basically. Yeah, yeah we funny. talked about that. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I've been doing stuff. I've been doing stuff. I mean, kind of, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, pickleball. Any pickleball. Oh, I did play pickleball. I did play pickleball. 
uh, this guy we know, Dane, rented out this whole, basically this whole uh, pickleball venue. What so, the hell? Why? Yeah, I don't know. He just likes pickleball. So he, he rented out the whole venue, invited all his friends. And we were just playing, playing matches. So that was fun. That's laundering, um, bro. You know that's laundering. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but he got it for Lolo. Um, yeah, all right. <laughs> what what else happened? Um, I watched a documentary called American Nightmare. Bro, oh, Netflix. Netflix. If you want to really just get heated, bro, just watch oh, this documentary, nah. bro. If you want to take a, a deep, long look at law enforcement and be like, y'all motherfuckers are really, some they, of y'all are just sorry, trash, bro, Tr- trash. You know how sometimes you come to work and you just feel like, yeah, I don't really feel like doing nothing. Like, I'm just kind of, imagine doing that on real ass cases where people's lives are in the balance. Hell That's no. crazy. So American Nightmare, I'll give y'all the pitch. All right, I'll give y'all the pitch. Basically, it's about this couple, this guy. Uh, they get woken up in the middle of the night. They got laser pointers pointed at them. Uh, they're like, "Yo, what the fuck is going on?" Like the like these people tell them to put uh, goggles over their eyes. They put little headphones on them, and the headphones talking about, "Yeah, you got to do this, this, this." Uh, so the boyfriend is like. Uh, what is going on? He got he takes this Nyquil that they give him to sedate him, huh? and they kidnap his girlfriend. He wakes up next morning from the drugs. They over here telling him, "Yeah, we we uh put you in your living room on your couch. We put a little red tape square on the ground. Don't you dare leave this uh, little square. And we have a little camera that we installed in the top corner of your living room. So we're watching you at all times. So if you lead a square, we know, or you do anything, we know. So he's like, and they're like, yeah, don't try and do anything funny or we'll hurt your girlfriend. So he's like, uh, what the fuck? So he's stuck in this square. He's like, damn, I don't want to call the police if they watching me. Like, what the fuck? So he eventually calls the police. Uh, they come and get them, and then immediately they're like, so your girlfriend's just lost. She got taken last night, and you just now calling us? He's like, bro, I'm trying to tell y'all. Like, they told me I couldn't do anything. I'm like, all right, why don't you come with us? So they take them to the station. They get the whole story. He, tell, he walks them through everything, and then they're basically like, you did it, didn't you? So then they then he's an immediate suspect. Keep in mind, you. He reported it. He reported it. His girlfriend is still MIA, recently kidnapped. And they're asking him all these questions. They're interrogating him. And he's like, uh, like we, we got to find her. Like, can you help me? Like, I called y'all so you could help me find him. And they're like, hmm. so, so you just telling me they put swim goggles on you, huh? <laughs> I ain't never. Likely like story. I was like, so that's just the beginning. And it just gets crazier and crazier and crazier. It's only three episodes. Okay. American Nightmare. It is deeply upsetting, but it is a wacky ass story to tell the huh. least. I gotta give it a watch. I will get some Enjoy time. One day. One day. One day. Yeah, I, I just randomly watched it. That day I was just like not feeling like doing anything. We had Baldur's Gate, but I was like Baldur's Gate is a multi-hour affair. Like I wasn't in the middle of any quests, so I was like, mm-hmm. just to play it, I know I need at least two hours to go find a quest, get in it, get get in it, get deep. So I was like, I don't really feel like playing that. Power World, mm. I had installed, and we'll talk you, about that in a second. Yeah, well, let's talk about it. I played a little bit, but at some, I probably played an hour, maybe two hours total. But at the two-hour mark, it kind of hit me. The it get like the multiplayer logic seeped into my brain where it's like, why the fuck am I doing this, bro? Yeah. Like, what? There's no, <laughs> there's no end result. Like, what? What am I gonna end? Like, what am I working all, towards? Bro. So, like, I had fun with it. I thought it was interesting, but I was like, yeah, I, I can't in good conscience boot this up and waste valuable hours playing this. Uh, so I ended up watching that documentary. Yeah, that's completely my same thoughts on on Power World, pretty much. Honestly, I don't even know if I had fun with it. 
from the from the jump. I mean, let's get into it. Give me give me your impressions. You know, I I hate to be you know a Debbie Downer on the subject. You know, I know so many people like you know Power World, but it's, I just don't think it's my cup of tea anymore. You know, I think it give it really just fall. It, I think the pitch is just like you know Minecraft or Ark or whatever, but you've got Pokemon that you can catch as well. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm kind of I'm not in a Minecraft phase right now, so I'm not really that hype. Never really cared about Ark or anything like that. If I want to play Pokemon, I want to play Pokemon. You know, I'm, not, I'm trying to mm. you know catch them all. I'm trying to you know get into the Pokemon battles. Um, you know, I think there was a little. It was a little Arceus, Pokemon Arceus like, where you could you know battle the Pokemon, but that really didn't feel too fleshed out. Then it was just all the grinding. Of, I'm not gonna sit here and you know spend. 20 minutes chopping down trees and mm-hmm. and cho- you know getting rocks just so i can craft like you know one item then do it all over again like I, and then i looked in through the levels and i had to get to level 25 just to get a gun i said what the <laughs> heck like i was like bro put that shit at level eight or ten or something like that let me that's that's how you get me to stick around give me that gun a little bit early i, I saw i knew that the guns were you know an integral part of the game you know, I know folks were really, you know, we're kind of hyping it up. Oh, it's Pokemon with guns. Ooh. But no, <laughs> it, it, it's definitely more just like a just your typical sandbox survival game with Pokemon in it. And I wish that they had leaned more into like a story based Pokemon type thing and then just adding that gun aspect. I don't like the whole crafting building stuff. So that's okay. kind of what brings me down on it. But I understand, you know, people love that type. They love that shit. I feel like all the games that kind of come out under that category as long as it's not completely broken it's gonna pop off as you have seen with this one so that's what i think i will say i played it i haven't played rcs before Mm -hmm. i I gotta say even though you play it and you're me like oh yeah this shit is just like fucking we're talking high school project college project style style polish i was like the pokemon mechanic i was like kind of clean kind of clean like you know crafting your little pal balls and going out in the world and just catching the pokemon wild mm-hmm. and having them uh you know throw them out at any time use them to battle um and i liked do they have this in Arceus where they give you the catch percentage before you throw no there was another mechanic would let you know how likely there was something that was like kind of, i think Kind of let you know how likely it is, but the, it wasn't a percentage, though. I, I love the catch percentage. Mm. I love the the effect of the ball going in. It's like showing yeah. you the percentage. That's sick. And I really like the concept of your pals just helping you out, do whatever. Kind of like the cult of the lamb ass mechanic mm-hmm. where they're just helping out, doing whatever. I thought those mechanics specifically, very clean, like very that's what probably kept me going for the next couple for the next hour I played or so. Cause I was like, Oh cool. I'm excited to see which things I can catch. And like, I want to explore like this, this like building out your base a little bit more. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I like that aspect, but yeah, it is. First of all, it is blame Pokemon rip off. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not polished at all. Uh, and it, yeah, it definitely feels like an early access ass game. Um, I'm curious since we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the ethical consumption of Power World? Honestly, bro, take it down. Take the whole game down. I don't. I didn't <laughs> like the game enough to want to cape for it. So, by all means, do what do what needs to be done. I, I mean, I, I really don't think Nintendo can do anything about power world and i don't think that they should even try to bother i think it would be a waste of time um yeah i think it should be like an uphill battle for them in that front so i mean just just let just let the game do what it needs to be done but if they had a chance to take it down take the damn game down for wasting my time okay yeah i think it's very interesting um I feel like the world of ripoffs and plagiarism is never really a fight that gamers have had to fight. Like this shit has been around for forever. And I feel like it's just a matter of you get away with it or you don't. Mm -hmm. And and it's just like, 
that's it. It's just like not nobody. There's no arbiter. Like it's either you can sue, or if you can't sue, people will say, "Yeah, this shit is just a black, 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 black ripoff," or it's like <laughs> something actually good. Case in point, look at uh, Smash Brothers. So many games have tried to rip off Smash Brothers, and there are so many people like this is just a Smash clone, but not as good. Uh, and they drop, and I feel like nothing like at least compared to power world there is nothing and never been a smash clone a mario kart clone any clone uh in that other in the other nintendo categories that have ever even gotten close to taking off um Mm -hmm. but for some reason this one pokemon clone just i think it just hit right with the survival aspects like as much as people talk about with pokemon with guns i don't know anybody who plays it specifically because of the pals themselves i think Mm -hmm. the pals being like being a mechanic that you can catch and they help you out obviously you know is a big appeal but i don't think anybody's like wow this looks like blah blah i've always this one looks so cool it's just like i think everybody is just kind of like unimpressed with the designs i haven't seen a single person praise any one of the pal designs one probably because they're playing ripoffs and two because they just kind of look like generic monster things if not except for that uh except for that one sus ass one number 69 in the poke in the oh, pal number the, 60 what was it called the condom one, one? yeah the condom one that mates with humans or some shit oh, like that nah mates with humans yeah the, i think the lore is like it love mating so much like then it just decided to start mating with humans i'm like how do you just this? decide how do you decide how do you decide, how do you decide yeah. some human this? had to decide to mate back all That's right. what I'm saying, bro. Like, just, just nasty, bro. Get the shit out of here, man. Okay, yeah. I mean, so, anyways, back to the plagiarism thing. I know that. First of all, I love this discourse, not because I think it's inter- like entertaining or anything, but I mm-hmm. feel like video game discourse is very much like one person has one opinion at the very beginning and everybody champions that opinion or everybody pushes back at that opinion. Uh, and that has been the discourse for basically everything up until this point, like the, the insomniac leaks, everybody was like, I won't be covering this because, you know, (laughs) and I was just like, that was everybody's opinion. It was just like, I was like, it was just, that was just the opinion. And then people were like, Oh, well, I disagree because X, Y, and Z. And everybody kind of had the same opinion on the disagreeing side. Um, I I liked that this one is like so weird that everybody has a different opinion on it. Some people say, yo, I don't support this because X, Y, and Z. Other people say, I don't support it. Not because X, Y, and Z, but because A, B, and C. I'm <laughs> like, okay, this is like, this is good. Like, this is a actual issue that's not like, you know, it doesn't feel factory generated just for people to be upset it's just like everybody just has kind of weird different takes on it how they feel about it uh and that births interesting discussions but um let me ask you something ask away i like i don't give a damn about the survival mechanics i feel like survival mechanics are kind of interesting because uh, you know we have the live service trend where every game is a live service to try and you know be a Fortnite uh pop off like Fortnite did. Mm-hmm. I feel like survival is like the good version of that where it's like you put survival aspects in your game and it's kind of just addicting for no reason for at least a minute until you until like you said you look at the the level tree and you're like wait wait the fuck a second what am like, I doing? Yeah, until you snap out of that stupor for a second you're just like <laughs> hitting the tree and the tree oh I built this I built this so like I was kind of addicted by it at first, but I really don't care about crafting or anything like that. The actual Pokemon aspects, whose dick do we have to suck to get an actually good polished game with those types of mechanics? Which mechanics are you specifically? Which Pokemon mechanics? I like being able to be in a 3D environment Mm -hmm. uh, with like close up models, not no handheld RCS bullshit, but like an actual AAA game. I mean, I guess Power World ain't AAA. A, right. A console or PC game where you're running around a 3D open world, catching creatures or of sorts, and like real time, either putting those creatures out, using those creatures to help you out another way. I kind of like that mechanic. I kind of like the collecting and then using 
whatever you catch is like little pal. Little, little, I use pals unintentionally, like little little buddies Ooh, little to help pal. you do whatever you need to do. So you literally just want you what you just want Arceus, but not dog shit graphic. That's all. It's- <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I really do feel like Pokemon will never get to where modern people want it to be like when you think about like the elden ring of pokemon i feel like game freak cannot make that game like Mm. get pokemon to the point where you're saying like i cannot believe i'm doing this and i feel like the pokemon world just doesn't have enough content to serve that kind of thing like i feel like the brand is so safe that it's always like okay i'll have a pokemon like I'll fly here, I'll fly there, but it doesn't really have like enough mystery and wonder to I think flesh out what a true modern exciting version of that game would be. You might disagree like for example in Arceus outside of catching the Pokémon where there like caves that you could go into and discover stuff or like quests that were not just catch X Pokémon no not really there definitely were caves but you know you didn't really feel like you were discovering like anything too crazy not that i can recall and then with quests as well i feel like it's been a minute now it's like what close to two years now i feel like quests just ended up being you know the same thing oh catch xyz pokemon and then like maybe they need to have certain stats to them and then bring them back to this person so yeah no not really hmm i think I think that the Pokemon, you said that you don't think that Pokemon as like a series has like that, you know, ability to, uh, you know, kind of like wow or like ha- have like that surprise factor. But I think if we really wanted Game Freak to make, if they were really going to step up, make the Elden Ring of Pokemon, I think that would need to look like our multi our multi-region world where we're talking like you know all the og regions and whatnot then you just throw all the like lore stuff that they had in those worlds because like if you look back at the old pokemon games i feel like they had enough i don't know if they're necessarily considered surprises but they had enough like stuff going on on the side from mm. you know your main like path of um you know oh let's just collect them all just or let's you know get to the uh, elite four blah 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 i feel like there was enough stuff on the side to where you could like you know flesh that stuff out some more and kind of have some of these more organic encounters um if game freak was able to step up but i agree with you man i don't know what the hell they're doing over there bro but that's the that's the one studio they're like the opposite of like mappa you know they got them, they, they got they got them boys working undertime. <laughs> like whoa, y'all must be working twenty hour weeks because ain't no way y'all putting out it. Like in between a mainline Pokemon game, maybe like two three years have passed. Y'all don't do anything with the engine. Y'all using the same models from the 3ds. Y'all don't do anything mm-hmm. with the animations. The animations of Pokemon have been stagnant since we got the 3D. Like you know, I want to see a pokemon use their move i don't want to see a pokemon you know and I'm, now i'm getting on my pokemon soapbox i want to see a pokemon use a move if if my boy is using leaf blade let him freaking you know raise his hand up and then chop like you know you can reuse animations yes you can be smart about it but don't just have old boy sitting there like and this for the folks who can't see me i'm like just moving my body around not without moving my limbs or anything that's all that's all they do in pokemon so i don't know i just think game freak needs to step up and they could i think game freak could have done this they could have had the sauce like this with uh with a power world and i think they tried it with rcs but you know it wasn't gonna be for everybody I think, it, and it was still a spinoff game. So if they decide to step up for a mainline game and really go, you know, balls to the wall, they could do it. They have the material, in my opinion. And you know, I think it's really, it's really sad. All right, because everybody else, Nintendo, just a type ship. Like if your shit don't sell, you bumped out. You ain't getting no fucking sequel for a long time. Mm-hmm. If you. If you're going to do a new mainline entry that's headlining a console, it's going to be innovative. Like, we're talking Tears of the Kingdom. We're talking Mario Odyssey. Like, we're even talking Metroid Dread we're releasing. For sure. Um, So, Pokemon is the only one where they just just release whatever 
pee pee poo poo. It could look any which way. It could run any which way. It could, you know, the innovations have to be minimal and, you know, they just get to put out whatever. No patches, nothing. I want to bring up the fact, something I saw earlier today about like, I don't know 100% how accurate this is, but the like income of the Pokemon company and like mm-hmm. where they're, where they're getting their money from. And it kind of makes sense now why they end up, they're able to put out pee pee poo poo for Nintendo's sake, because I think 60, 70%, no, maybe it was like 60% of their money. is coming from just from like merchandise, apparently. So you got 60% of your money come from merchandise. Only 20% is coming from the games. Then you got like another like 10% coming from like the trading card games and then like, you know, some other miscellaneous stuff. When such a small portion, you know, is just on your, your video game. And that's got to, that, that must mean all video games. So that's it. All your mainline games, all your offshoot games, your mobile shit. Like, what that means, like, why, why even try? Why even try? Bro, that's what I think. It's 10% of the most revenue out of any brand in the world though. So like 10%, that 10% is still bigger than most brands make off across all avenues. Why do you care about other brands? All you worry about is because you you care about money. You don't care about the percentage. You care about the the actual money you make. So yeah, it makes 10%. But if you make a qualified game, you could double that shit to 20%. That's true. You right. You right. And 20% is like extra, extra bills, or I don't know if it's bills, but like extra hundred mils, mm-hmm. you know, you know, another 500 million. Cause you know, Pokemon selling what 27 million actually. So power world sold seven. Yeah. Pokemon's seven, easily yeah. in the 20 millions. So let's do 20 million times 60. 1,200,000,000. million. So they make a billion. They could easily they sell it. another. They could sell another twenty billion with ease if if they made a game that appealed to all audiences by modernizing the gameplay. Well, how do you know it's e- how do you know they could easily sell more? They're probably sitting there looking at this is a. Good, they're probably looking at it saying this is a good amount of money. Why try? I mean, it's just common sense. I mean, I guess maybe you're like, oh, we'll keep our investment low. No, no point in doing R and D. That's what. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But they, they, they just don't give a damn. They don't want to. They don't want to take the, the problem, risk. Though. That's what I'm not saying. Power World should be the one to spit in the face of Nintendo and like take advantage of their deficiencies and in innovation. But I think somebody should. All right, because I like, think they should. No, I think Power World should. I think everybody should be spitting on Nintendo and say, "Make a good Pokemon game, bro." I'm sick of so it. Basically, I'm saying like I, I, I think Power World didn't do it in a great way in terms of like if they just would have like put some thought into their own designs and like made a really strong standalone universe with the exact same mechanics uh i feel like nobody could say shit to them even if they rip i mean because looking at video games another conversation i'm like motherfuckers steal game mechanics all the time like i understand people are super sensitive about art because that's more personal it has more heart in it you like people connect more to images mm-hmm. but there's some motherfucker at some studio who said what if we drop a hundred people into a map and you know everybody <laughs> just gets eliminated and people were like oh Whoa! shit and then fucking uh epic games was like mine mine <laughs> go ahead let we me go ahead that. and make 50 bill let me make 50 mm. bill on the side i appreciate it mm, appreciate mm, it. so mm. i mean like video games steal shit all the time and ain't nobody pay no nobody gets pays no price you know they basically i think i saw this i think i was listening to it on the morning somewhere podcast shout out bernie burns ashley burns uh daily podcast they were talking about video game ideas and how people come up with the new video game ideas and people just turn your shit into a genre and steal the fuck out of your idea. <laughs> I'm like, that is so true. Like Dark Souls, Demon Souls, the Souls-like genre. You know, from software put so much thought and care over the years into what that genre means, and they've you know perfected it to a sense to where it's like, oh shit, a Souls-like means something, and they're the best at making it. 
People are like, Souls like, that's just a genre. We put all the mechanics in, but it's just a genre. Also, wait, how you know Souls was, or how you know From Software was the first one? They probably stole that shit too. They might have stole it, but that's my point, right? Like, who knows? Yeah. Like, it's easy for to identify theft when it's art because it's clearly like, okay, this motherfucker published this image and this mm-hmm. image looks just like this image. We know who the owner is. But for uh, game mechanics, motherfuckers steal shit all the time. Somebody, and it's not like, it's not like game mechanics just come out of nowhere. Somebody, you know, thought of that idea. Uh, and Pokemon, got, yeah, Pokemon stole their shit from, uh, I think, I'm pretty sure they stole their shit from uh, SMT, if I'm not mistaken. SMT? Shin Megami Tensei, the Persona people. Oh, they stole that from them? I could have sworn, I mean, you know, you know how Persona is. You collecting shit, yeah. and, and I'm pretty sure that shit was before 1995. Okay, so, all right. I mean, so, all I'm saying is, while I don't, because Power World, that shit is lazy. I'm not even going to cap. Like, them designs are lazy. Some people say, oh, it's kind of parody. but Parody? I, I feel mm. like they didn't do enough <laughs> to make it parody. Like, this shit's just lazy. But um, if there was a game that actually, you know, you know, like the Metroidvania. Like, Hollow Knight is not Metroid. And Metroidvania has gone, you know gotten so over. over it's like literally anything but if somebody did the pokemon vania uh or the pokemon like genre and made something that was pretty unique and and felt fresh and was actually polished i'm like yo i'll give you the fucking money i don't give a fuck that you stole i don't care if the mechanics are the exact same as fucking pokemon except modernized like, i don't care as long as it feels good um so yeah isn't that what that's what isn't that what cassette beast is like it's a Pokemon. Cassette, like. Beast, Cassette Beast is like that, and Cassette Beast is a good game, but that doesn't excite me because it's still mm. 2D. I want, I want, I want somebody to bring that shit into the modern, the modern era. You want a Give real, me the open world. Okay, I see. Open world, real time, catching, and all that stuff. You want the Breath of the Wild equivalent of Pokemon? And what the fuck are people waiting for? Like it's been decades since pokemon came out y'all tell me y'all could y'all afraid to get sued or some shit they might be wait a minute what if just this figure opened, it out this open up the floodgates what if power is opening so. the floodgates i hope so i hope okay i hope devs i, I mean because i i just don't they steal everything else they stole metroid they ripped the fucking pants the clothes off of metroid's back i said yeah we're just gonna call it metroidvania <laughs> yeah like y'all don't have to y'all don't even have to use i mean i think the only issue about this is with pokemon you kind of just always have to use some form of monsters because you can't be catching humans obviously i mean power you do catch humans but uh so there's always going to be that inherent aspect that all that is always but you don't have to use a pokeball you can use anything um so somebody rip this the fuck off make it fun make it bring it to the 21st century and y'all already see it. Y'all already saw Power World sell, sell you know, eight, ten million copies, however many copies are sold. Y'all can, y'all can have that same piece of that pie. Just steal the <laughs> shit. Just do it. Just don't be scared. It. Don't you saying? Don't be scared. Okay. Yeah. All don't right, be right. scared. Let's have. Because I mean, this is my whole argument here is Nintendo ain't gonna do it. Like, you know, if if we had, if it was somebody like. I don't know some who who's in the game who's doing their shit right now. Like if it was Alan Wake or something, who's at the top of their game, and somebody put out an Alan Wake ripoff, I'd be like, "Fuck you!" Like they're still out, <laughs> they're still out there making art. They're still out there making art. They haven't oh, fallen no. off. Like nobody wants this. But Pokemon ain't gonna answer nobody's questions, bro. We've been asking them for years. Yeah, I, I mean, like, so. And you all, can, all the like fan projects they shut down. You see people yeah. try to make the little thing. I think people are. I think people are scared. I think that's the Stop truth. Stop using the fucking assets. That's the problem, bro. <laughs> that's the problem. They say, let me make put your Ash own Ketchum asset. in there. Make your own assets, bro. It's not that hard. We know. We've already figured that. As soon as you put fucking Pikachu Ash Ketchum in the shit, you're done. You're behind <laughs> yeah. bars. It's over for you. Y'all could make your own use Pokemon. Nobody knows about. Come put, on, put man. Sinistee in there, bro. Nobody knows about Sinistee. You don't I even sure know. Don't. He's a little sure teacup, the ghost type teacup. There you go. Put him in there, and you'll be good to go. Before we end this, I was talking to. Oh, I also forgot to mention I went to the Final Fantasy concert, Distant Worlds. Oh, this nice. weekend. 
Was it clean? I knew it was clean. I I knew exactly what was going to happen though, and it actually happened. I knew because I've only finished Final Fantasy VII remake. I played a little bit of thirteen. I played one and two, so I knew what was going to happen was the composer was going to come out there and be like, "Yeah, now we're going to be playing," you know. <laughs> The, the edge of the world from Final Fantasy V or some shit. And people are going to be like, whoa, edge of the world. <laughs> and I was, I'm just going to be sitting here like, okay, I guess go ahead and play it. Like, I don't know. So that's exactly what happened. He was naming all these songs. People are going fucking crazy. Oh, oh, the Mech 5 medley. I can't believe it. I'm like, I don't know this shit, but it was clean. Final Fantasy 14 has some bangers, bro. They have some bangers. Final Fantasy 14, Yoko Shimomura and the, and the gang, they were not playing around. Tell you what though, because they were showing footage of all the games and stuff, uh, based off of whatever song they were playing. They were I know those motherfuckers. Whoever whoever edited that video was scared as fuck to show uh Final Fantasy 14 footage. As we know that game don't look fun when you actually show the game. Oh, the no. trailers trailers were clean. We saw the oh, first trailer. I was like, what the I was like, this is a whole ass movie. This is clean as hell. And then I could tell like you could see like when they were about to transition to gameplay, that shit cut off real quick. I was like, yeah, <laughs> nobody want to see that. Final Fantasy 14. I remember they're like, wow, it has over like, I don't know, 50 million players or something. That's just a random number. I'm like, dang, this shit must might be clean. right. I saw the new trailer. I was like, dang, this game looks crazy. I went to look up gameplay. I was like, oh, this, this is RuneScape. <laughs> it really is. This is Final Fantasy RuneScape. Man, I I played Final Fantasy fourteen for fifteen minutes. I uninstalled that shit immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. not. The vibes weren't there. The vibes aren't right. I'm glad you enjoyed. You, you enjoyed the concert overall. Yeah, man. absolutely, absolutely Good. fantastic time. Banger music, great vibes. Did you have a favorite Good song time. of the ones you knew? Uh no. I, no. I didn't have All a right. favorite song. I just know that Final Fantasy songs were banger. Uh, or Final Fantasy fourteen songs are banger. Um, they did like a battle medley of like a bunch of battle theme songs between one through five, I believe. That was fire. Um, so yeah, that was good. Nice. Uh, before we end the episode, real quick, at the concert, Jonathan told me that he doesn't think Indiana Jones will make it in the top ten games of the year. In the top ten, do you do you agree or disagree? It's hard to say, man. I think it's way too early to even call. I th- honestly, I disagree right now, just off rip. Um, just because I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what else do we have coming out this year? Yakuza, that's going to be in top 10 for sure. Okay. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. That's going to be top 10. You're not putting Tekken. Tekken's already got a 91, bro. I mean, but you know, fighting games, they always, especially it's yeah. January, you know, they're going to hold Tekken for sure. For sure, for sure. People hate fighting games. They have a bias. <laughs> they hate fighting games just like they hate DEI. They need the, they need Whoa, a DEI for fighting they games. They do. We need some diversity in our <laughs> games, bro. Yeah. Play fighting games, everybody. They're fun. Silk Song. Silk Song, which might come out. I mean... What else, bro? It's got what else. Can, I mean, Hellblade. I feel like Hellblade will make it just because it's a cinematic type thing. Unless Hellblade is making it. Hellblade makes it. If Hellblade is in there, then Indiana Jones has to be in there. Indiana Jones will be a level above Hellblade. Interesting. I think in Indiana opinion. Indiana Jones. I think has more to lose because there's more. That is true. Opportunity to be jank. There's more opportunity to be jank or uninteresting. Hellblade basically just gonna be a movie. So I feel like by default, people are gonna watch the movie and they'll be like. Oh, masterpiece, masterpiece, best, best, you know, best. How many, how many people are gonna watch the movie? That's the problem. I think we how were many judging people it, the first one. I think we were judging it by like what we thought was like most likely gonna be in like a lot of like the game awards at the end of the year or like the top ten people's top tens list. The mm-hmm. people who make a lot of those lists, I feel like gonna put Hellblade in there. But let's say Hellblade, Hellblade's not in there. Outside of the three we name, you telling me we got seven spots left? And Indiana Jones not going to be in a spot, assuming it's good. And I'm assuming also, let's go ahead and reserve two or three spots for indie games. I guess we already got Silk Song sure. in there. So let's do two spots for other indie games. Because you know something's going to come out where people be like, at least be like, whoa, this is crazy. 
I mean, then but you still have five spots left. So I, I feel like Indiana you gotta, Jones, like now that if we're looking at the numbers of what we got, that's what I'm saying. Know, what, the information we know right now, Indiana Jones has to make it. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, then the indie game think, conversation, like, I feel like the indie game has to be really good because, like, if you look at last year, best indie game of the year, I think critically was probably Sea of Stars. Mm-hmm. And Sea of Stars didn't clear none of the, like, Resident Evil 4 remake. So, yeah, no. But see, it didn't clear Resident Evil 4 remake, but it was still, is it still considered top 10, though? Because I consider it top ten, but what I'm saying yeah. is, I, I could see if Indiana Jones is like, you know, standard AAA quality, like a Jedi survivor without the bugs. I feel like it would clear most indie games just off, off of just genericness. I got you. Yeah, I think Jonathan's wrong. All right. Well, we bet a dollar. We bet. I think we might have bet two dollars on this. So two dollars. Gotta make Go sure to collect my winnings at the end of next year. Tell him to pay me two dollars as well, cause All I right. already know he's losing. Oh yeah, just put me in on the bet. I'm, I'll, I'll give you. it. I'll send. I'll give him two dollars as well. Okay, but he gonna have to give me my two dollars. <laughs> you gotta work that out with him. I will. Offline. Okay. Offline. Do we okay. have a? Do we have any other back and forth? Any uh? Any any boxing? Any boxing? I mean, I'll just throw something. I'll, I'll throw something random out. Uh. Who's the main character of Tekken? Who's on the cover? Is it is it Kazuya, Jin? Kazuya or Jin? One of the two is on. The, I think they both on here. They might be actually. on the cover. All right, let's say Jin boxing they against. Let's do a classic one. Actually, no, not I'm, who's a good box. Who's a good combatant for Jin? I was gonna say Jin versus Ryu. Just keep it in. I the, was gonna say that too. Cause I don't, you can't put him up against nobody in Mortal Kombat. Cause I'm not, Jim versus know. Mario. Jim versus Mario. Mario Mario, the plumber. Yeah, Mario Mario. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Let's let's think about it a little bit. Okay, we can think about this. Let's talk feet. Yeah, Jin? I was just about to say, what are Jim's feet? Jim has a devil form, so he, he's he's basically mm. got Super Saiyan type shit. He turns into a devil. I think he's got like a third eye. His skin turns black, and he got wings and horns. So he's flying around and shit. So I'm like, okay. That's all. That's an automatic power boost. But then, think about Mario. He's always picking up shit. Yeah, Mario's always always picking up shit. He got so many different occupations. He got fire, regular plumber, doctor. Fire's not fire's not gonna work against Jen. I don't think he's a demon. Well, let me ask you this. Ask away. Mario, like Mario's diversity in opponents in Smash Bros, like is I'm I'm unfounded like he 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 uh went against bowser he's gone against ridley he's fought he's fought fought i mean like so i feel like in terms of like i feel like mario would have jen downloaded to be honest Hmm. ain't ain't shit gonna be new to him but just because just because mario fought them who's saying he's winning in all these in these battles I i mean he's not like undefeated but he's got a good record but that's what, what, is, we, what is Jin's? What is Jin's combatant? What does Jin's opponents look like? Let's see what Jin. Uh, what do his opponents look like? Okay, he's he fought Kazuya. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's fought Haihachi. You know that old ass man that's always throwing people in volcanoes. Yeah. He's fought. All right, let's talk. Yeah, let's think about the roster of uh, Tekken. We got pandas. We've got pandas. wrestlers. We got j- deadly robots. We got the oh. Jin, I'm pretty sure it's fought the Ancient Ogre. I don't know who that is, but okay. You gotta look up Ancient Ogre. Wait, no. That's not the guy I'm talking, I'm thinking of, but that that is a, you know, an otherworldly okay. creature. He kind of looks like Miriam. Kind of looks like Miriam, so you gotta think about that. Then look up, okay, here we go. Look up Azazel Tekken 6. He's the final boss. Oh, I feel like I remember him. That motherfucker was crazy. I, I had Tekken 6. No, I do not remember this dude. This man, he was like all crystals or some nonsense, man. Like, Jin's fighting ancient gods. Okay. Okay. But Mario's fighting Kirby. Mario's fighting Kirby. We know Kirby is a, he's a, like, uh, galaxy level threat, bro. 
He's why he, 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 he be throwing motherfuckers in the, in the stars in the black holes. Let's give it to Mario. Mario, just based I mean, off yeah. of him boxing Kirby. I mean, yeah, just I mean, just off of it's kind of like when you take when you're like, oh yeah, like all these motherfuckers in Dragon Ball Z, like you put them in a different franchise, and you're like, this motherfucker went up against Goku and hung like so, like their their feats are just. They just got too much experience. I feel like Mario is kind of the same way. Yeah, it's like I'm thinking like Tien from from Dragon Ball Z. Like he put him <laughs> yeah. in any he's 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 mopping anybody. Honestly, you put him in a franchise. <laughs> yeah, Chow yeah. Tzu even. But damn, that's uh, crazy, Chow Tzu. Yeah, I guess okay. I feel like we got to give it to Mario. Sorry, Jen. I know you fought an ancient Azazel. But like he ain't fighting Kirby, bro. Azazel, Azazel's Kirby. getting mopped by Kirby. Azazel, that's it. That's all. He <laughs> have you ever been swallowed by Kirby? Yeah, can't say that I have. Can't say that I have. All right, I guess we can't end it there. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Player Player Podcast. As always, uh, if you want to join the discussion, want to have good times during the the days that we aren't releasing episodes join the discord player player com slash discord uh if you want to contact us personally i don't know why you would want to do that but if you do want to do that <laughs> our social medias are in the description below i'm the hoop man within uh with a three as the e and my co-host here is pax arsenica uh on twitter and twitch and until next time guys keep gaming game on folks <laughs>